Summer or winter, he's the voice of sport in Aotearoa. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. Well, despite last night's loss to the Adelaide 36ers, the Breakers have secured themselves a place in the NBL play-in game where they will take on Sydney Kings in Sydney with the season over for the loser of that one. Justin Nelson is on line with us this morning as we uh, look at the Breakers' performance uh, last night in Adelaide and with a view to what's, uh, what's coming up and the trials and tribulations they've had trying to put uh, a team on the court. Uh, it's been very, very interesting. Justin, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, uh, Smithy. Welcome back to the studio. Yeah, nice to be back, Justin, actually, and nice to be talking some basketball as well because uh, I did follow the game yesterday and uh, a poor third quarter, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Certainly, uh, Dejan Vazilovic got on top of the breakers in that third quarter. We know his class is an outstanding Aussie about to go off and play for the Boomers and uh, yeah he just uh, got off the leash a little bit and that's all it takes in a, in a game of basketball. Nice to see uh, the comeback and the, the fourth and when when you look at the mash unit that they've become the injuries and a, a, another crucial one uh, last night as well losing Finn Delaney before the game and then of course um, you know the pop shoulder again for Will McDowell White I mean it's just a, an endless story for Modi Mayo yet, yet he talks tough and talks it up uh, throughout. I love the way he goes about it as a coach. He doesn't make excuses. He rolls with the punches. And I think that's why, you know, he's one coach that you can absolutely turn to and say that he's got the locker room behind him. The players love him. They uh, they fall in rank and file behind him. And uh, you can see that come out in spades uh, when the chips are down. And, yeah, look, they nearly got there last night. You talk about sport and the the ecstasy and the agony that it can deliver, the 72 hours for the breakers in the final regular season uh, season round was, was quite remarkable. Friday night, that win uh, in Auckland, you would have thought that they had uh, you know, won the grand final. It was a huge night for Tom Abercrombie, of course, and getting the win cemented a place in the playoffs and then uh, in Adelaide. You know, the agony all of a sudden jumps up and bites yet again in a season, you know, as you said, with injuries, has delivered plenty of agony. Right. OK, let's uh, let's look at um, the season and overall then. When you take all of those things into consideration, they're still playing playoff basketball. Uh, how do you how do you rate this season uh, before this game against the Kings? Well, I think it's I think it's one thing that stood out for me throughout the journey is just consistency or a lack of consistency and that comes with players coming in and out and injuries do play a fair part in it when this team shoots well they look really really good when the shots aren't dropping and certainly yesterday in Adelaide was an example of that at times uh, that's when it tends to go away from them and now when this team knuckles down in defense when the shots aren't dropping uh, they give themselves a chance but Look, they go on and play the Kings now. They've played them twice in Sydney this year. They've had a two-point thriller, and they got blown out by 29. So it's uh, it's all ahead of them. They have to win two on the road from here to get through to the semifinals. They've got to bring consistent basketball, and that's the message that they will be preaching this week. I like the fact they're coming from six. They're the underdogs. They can go in and take a free swing, and I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Is Tom Abercrombie, is he the Kane Williamson of basketball? Right up there, isn't he? I mean, New Zealand over the years has produced so many great players through, you know, not only the Sells NBL locally, but certainly the Breakers in the last 20 years. 
you know, you think of, of Kirk Penny, Dylan Boucher, uh, you know, Tom Abercrombie is absolutely right up the top of that list. What a, a stellar career and uh, lots of memories, lots of good memories, uh, certainly at his height of his powers, awesome to watch and one of the best that we'll ever see go around. Finn Delaney, uh, who missed last night's game with uh, back spasms, back spasms come and go. Can we look optimistically towards him, uh, perhaps against the Kings or not? Uh, it's an interesting question. Um, back spasms in basketball, they can derail a player uh, for more than just a game. Um, so certainly treatment on him this week is important, but let's not forget he's going to have to take two flights. He's got to take one home and he's got to take one back to Sydney. So, you know, for a big fella, certainly basketballers, when the back spasms hit, the last thing you want to be doing is uh, to be hunched up on an aeroplane, and he has to do that twice. Okay. Parker Jackson Cartwright, uh, chief point wow. scorer, of course, uh, for the breakers last night, but six turnovers. Sort of a Jekyll and Hyde performance. A little bit, but I'll take the six turnovers you know, from a guy that is just working his backside off relentlessly trying to get his team up for a win. If the Breakers haven't signed him for next season, they need to make that an instant priority. Uh, what a spark plug. He has been a revelation this season. The crowd loves him. His teammates love him. And I think basketball fans in general just appreciate the way that he goes about his craft. For a little guy, a little point guard, uh, he gets up, he's got some hops, can score, can distribute. His speed is just ridiculous. Uh, I hope they've re-signed him for next year, or if they haven't, that they get on top of it, because he will be a sought-after commodity around the competition for sure. Justin, um, you talk about uh, the injury scenario, and I, I remember towards uh, the end of uh, last season, looking forward to this season, one of the big talking points was the possibility of signing Will McDowell-White. I mean, it was on everyone's shopping list, to be fair, but the breakers got him back. But what a season that's been in terms of injury, a fractured foot. Now, he's popped his shoulder out for the second time. Yeah, unfortunate, isn't it? And it was just a bit of a stinger yesterday. Uh, got tangled up, some screens being set, and copped it in the shoulder, you know, that same shoulder, and, and out it, it came. And that, that's not a good sign for a basketballer or any athlete when a, a shoulder keeps coming back out it may require surgery his season looks like it is obviously done um, you can take that thing back up as much as you want but uh, when there's damage in there you know that you have to go and get it fixed and yeah what a season as you said uh, he was walking on cloud nine last year and it happens athletes go through the trials and tribulations the ups and downs of looking after their body and trying to get it up week in week out and he's just had a season that he'll want to uh, put behind him who have been the fines this year in this? Uh, I'd say that it's been a bit of a struggle this year because of all those things you've been talking about. Who have been the fines, the pluses? I think Parker for sure. I mean, you know, we just spoke about what he's brought to this team and he's right in contention, certainly All-Star 5 for the league, those awards being handed out in Australia tonight. Uh, but even the way that he's played in the past month, he'll be up in contention in a talk around the MVP. I mean, Bryce Cotton literally has had that thing sewn up for the last six weeks. But all of a sudden, Parker Jackson Cartwright is in the conversation. And for me, he's been the find of the season, probably not just for the breakers, but also across the league. Ah, interesting. Okay. 
Uh, who's uh, if the breakers aren't to get up like Cinderella and and pull this off? Who who to you is the the biggest contender? Who's who's your favourite at this point? Well, a little bit of irony, isn't it, that uh, Sydney take on the Breakers. It's a knockout. Whoever loses that is gone. These are the two teams that played, of course, in the grand final series uh, last year. One of them will be departing the scene pretty quickly. As I said, the Breakers need to win two on the road just to get through to the semifinals. Uh, Illawarra up against the Jack Jumpers as well. Winner progresses to the semifinal. Loser will take on the winner of Sydney and uh, and New Zealand. I think Melbourne, for me, still stands out as the team. They've had a wonderful season. They've finished on top for a reason. We know what Perth is capable of doing. A little bit inconsistent at times as well, though, as we've seen from the Breakers. They're going to want to have to bring their best. But I think Melbourne United, for me, are the standout team. And uh, if they stay fit and healthy, and that is the big buzz thing right now, isn't it? If they can get through, they're the team to beat. Right, okay, let's uh, look domestically here because it's uh, only a month away and the NZ uh, NBL kicks, uh, kicks off or tips off. Uh, Justin, uh, how excited are you about the, the prospects uh, for this season? How are the franchises looking? Yeah, really good, Smithy. And uh, as you said, just over a month away from tip-off, it comes around quickly, doesn't it? And, you know, the stars that have come in, Sam Froling at the Taranaki Airs, We've seen what Sam Froling has been doing all season long in the Aussie NBL with Illawarra, and haven't they turned their season around? He's a focal point. He's headed to New Zealand. I think we're going to see a string of NBA G League players signed over the next two to three weeks. Uh, Right now, though, what stands out for me about the Sales NBL is yet again competitive balance. It's going to be very, very hard to tip a winner game in, game out, and that's exactly what the fans want. And, of course, it uh, doesn't stop there because the Tall Blacks are playing this weekend against Hong Kong at Event Fighter Stadium uh, up there in Auckland. Uh, massive every time they step on the court. But in terms of uh, what they've got to look forward to, they need a, a pretty creditable and, and convincing performance this time around. Yeah, and I think they will. I, I think it, it, I don't want to use the word walk in a park because, it, you know, it's never that easy. But they should get over the top of Hong Kong with ease. Um, it's going to be good to see them back out on the floor. I would encourage fans to get out there and support the Tall Blacks. Uh, in a little bit of transition at the moment, certainly some stars, but of course, you know, Corey Webster, I think he's uh, moving towards the, the latter years or the end of his career, but there's also young stars coming up and into that national team as well, and we'll see a few of them on display. And just finally, uh, Justin, just to round off uh, the world of basketball, we're at the all-Star Weekend, or the All-Star Week in the NBA. So uh, East versus West, uh, I think it is later today. Uh, but what about uh, contenders? At the halfway point, who, who are you thinking perhaps most likely for playoff action in, in terms of maybe the last two or four? I like Milwaukee, certainly since they traded for Damian Lillard. Uh, I think they're going to be a team to watch down the stretch after the All-Star Weekend. We know... The usual names and faces, uh, Denver, Boston, they're going to be in and around. I really like what Oklahoma have done this season. Just the young players, they've gone young. They're exciting to watch. They've taken some big teams down. And uh, if they're there at the end of it, again, uh, free swing. You know, young team with those stars, they're going to go in uh, full of confidence. But uh, I've got a feeling... Uh, it's going to be the familiar faces, the familiar teams right there at the business. And maybe no Lakers and maybe no Warriors either. So a little mm. bit of a change there. 
certainly like uh, Denver, I think the Nuggets will be right in the mix of it, but keep an eye on the Bucks. You're also in the focus uh, and the business of putting bums on seats, Justin. That's uh, one of your uh, specialities. I would imagine we shouldn't struggle. We shouldn't struggle to put bums on seats for T20 cricket at Eden Park this week, should we? At against Australia? Absolutely not. Uh, all down at Sky Stadium. Uh, not too long after that, I think those uh, games are going to be packed. I know that there's Test games coming up as well uh, between the Black Caps and the Aussies, and I think it will be on for young and old, as it should be in any sport, any time, male, <laughs> female. When these two nations go head-to-head, we need to pack those stadiums out. Yep, uh, absolutely brilliant. I think the first four days of the Basin are sold out. That's almost unprecedented in Test cricket in this country. Hey, Justin, great catching up. Thanks for your update on everything's, everything basketball. Look forward to uh, the Breakers and the Kings in action very shortly. Thank you, mate. Always good to chat, Smithy. See you, mate. Cheers, uh, Justin Nelson there. Always picks up the phone for us, and we are hugely grateful for that. Terrific man, doing great things. So, um, look, uh, we're going to talk to Andrew Voss after 11 o'clock because, of course, uh, in uh, the, uh, the NBA, uh, well, NBA, goodness me, um, the NRL uh, is pretty much pretty much up and running, isn't it? it uh, you know, when you look at start to have pre-season games and the big names are starting to be trotted out. So, uh, and that Indigenous uh, Māori All-Star clash against uh, between the men and the women over the weekend was uh, very, very interesting. Uh, well, certainly wasn't festival type game, was it? I mean, the, it was straight out. I mean, big, big tackles, big defence. Uh, there was nothing festival or light-hearted about it whatsoever. Vossi's views on that and what's coming up. Uh, he might even be off to Las Vegas. Uh, I think there's a double header kicking off the, the NRL in Las Vegas. I wonder if Mr Voss is on the plane for that one. Oh, I wouldn't mind betting that he is. Uh, it is 10.16. We've got a heap of text to read out. Um, and also we might hear from uh, Andrew McDonald, the uh, Aussie cricket coach, on his arrival at Auckland Airport uh, just the other day. It's 10.16, yes.